What's up? Welcome into the Thoughts Podcast. If you're a first-time listener, my name is Ian Sork, joined by James Tringali, uh, my co-host. Going to do a State of the Quarterback pod, talk about what's going on in the NFL. And there's just because there's so many new young guys that are starting, I think it's a record as far as guys under 25 starting in the NFL all at once. And you have a number of these old guys who are on their way out. So we'll talk about the transition period and go over some of these dudes that are making a ton of money. Um, There's a lot of money being thrown around. And with Jared Goff getting the contract that he got, start asking the question, who should get paid? How much should you pay them? And we'll get into Dak and talk about who we think will at some point in time have the best career out of of these young guys. But I want to start at the top. Let's start here with talking about who gets paid, who deserves to actually make the money Um, because the golf contract a couple weeks in and it hasn't looked great. I saw him put together a nice little drive here um, at the end of the second, at the end of the first half, but he'll never be worth that. Okay. He'll never be worth that. And that's the thing is, but that's the thing with sports. It goes to baseball. I mean, they have these expected value numbers. The guys on their first deal who overperform on their rookie contract, that is the most valuable thing in sports. From a pure value, cost versus benefit standpoint. So do you think, I mean, is McVeigh like, is he sitting there on the sidelines last week against Tampa and he's watching his quarterback struggle? And look, it's not all the quarterback's fault, you know, football at all. Even at a high level, football is the ultimate team sport. You need 11 guys clicking on the field to be in cohesion in order for one play to work. Um, Do you think he's sitting there going, I don't know if that was a good idea? (laughs) I think when you – we've – We've talked about it a bunch, I think, especially with football. That's why the Belichick, Brady, Brady, Montana, like those conversations are fun but silly because you have it has to be the right mixture in the in the you know chemistry lab. It all has to work. System QB coach. So why I think the Rams are okay giving him that check is because they think they have that right mix where McVay likes the kid. He's comfortable with it. He doesn't have an ego in the sense that people are going to make fun of him or disrespect him for, you know, letting his coach call audibles up until 15 seconds. You know, have they, you seen it? Have you seen it though? There's like, something to be said no. for that though. Yeah. As far as he's not, he's not entitled. The, he doesn't. There's try, a, there's yeah. a mix and they went to the Super Bowl last year. They got put on their butts. They got a little wake up call. Um, both those guys are young. They have they've locked they've gonna they've done a good job locking up their pieces. I would actually argue that the girly contract is worse when you look at the you know what running backs do on that second deal and towards the tail end and what they're paying him. But with McVeigh's system, I don't think you need superstars all over the place. The defense is probably what's going to get in the way. And when you pay a QB that much, you see what happened in Seattle. 
as good as Russell Wilson is, they haven't been back to the Super Bowl. That defense got old. They paid the middle linebacker. I forget his name. Wagner. He's a stud, obviously, but Cam's gone. Earl's gone. Sherm's gone. And so are Seattle being in the Super Bowl gone. You know? Right. So, I, I mean, I think the Rams had to do it. My, my thing is, if you're these QBs, do you want to be Rodgers or do you want to be Brady? I think that's the question you have to ask yourself. Because above all else, and I don't think this should be used in a GOAT argument, <laughs> even though it probably is the number one reason why he is the GOAT for football, is, and it doesn't hurt when you're married to the highest paid model in the world. That helps. Is he was never paid his market value. Therefore, New England was able to pay other guys. He won more, so he probably got more sponsorships off the field. I mean, Boston's not that big of a market, but it's the NFL. And when you win, it doesn't matter where you play. You make that same argument, completely different sport, but about LeBron too, which is another thing and a whole different conversation. But there is something to be said, I think, for athletes, especially some of these dudes who make so much. I mean, look at Dak. Dak's probably going to do okay off the field. And you've talked about how much he's going to make as endor- uh, from, from endorsements in general. From the thing I read, I don't know if it was like already or per year, he's making a lot. As the Dallas Cowboys quarterback, inherently that quarterback, if they were all the same skill level, all looked the same, the Dallas Cowboys quarterback would make more off the field. That's just the way it is. Derek Jeter, New York Yankees shortstop. Same thing in baseball. It's going to work. Yeah. Like, that's just – that's what's going to happen. Los Angeles Lakers, best player. That guy's going to get the most sponsorship as long as he's, you know, not off murdering people and getting away with it on the weekends. Like, that's just – so that's what these guys – because you, you hear the language, Brady takes less to win. Rodgers – cousins talk about helping out the next guy and lifting the market for the next guy. No, you're not. Not really. You're lifting your market. We just, look. Get yours. This is America. Get it while you can. There's no guarantee, you know, other than if you're a QB, there's no guarantee. Right? But I think these guys have to ask themselves that question. They really do. I mean, they really do. Do you want to win Super Bowls and make more off the field and make up for it? Or do you want to be the highest paid player on your team and the highest paid, new highest paid quarterback? That's just, I mean, that's, that's really what it comes down to. Right now, I mean, if you look at his numbers, Rodgers, maybe you say he's worth it. Been off to a rocky start. Exactly. Russell Wilson's probably the only cat in that top ten. And even him, because you you may, like they're not going to the Super Bowl. No. So like, was it worth paying him that much? You got the names. This is for this year. But the so, teams, did the, did the teams, to your point, do the teams have a choice? Right? Do the team, I mean, the teams do have a choice. 
but do they actually have a choice if they want to lose? I mean, like, it's not easy to let Russell Wilson just walk away or even if you're in Atlanta at the time, Matt Ryan, who's – I don't know if he's good or if he's bad, but he's got – he's going to make $150 million, So I would say him. now more than even last year because we've had this conversation a few times, right? Yeah. As far as do you let guys walk? Do you keep them? Do you go the – you know, you just look back outside of the Pats pretty much – Every time a team won where their defense was better, other than Denver with Peyton, it was a guy on a rookie deal. You had Wentz, you had Russ. That's recently, right? Yeah. Outside of that, it was Tom taking less money. (laughs) Or Peyton winning with an absurd defense and a noodle arm. And they were paying him for that noodle arm. But to be fair, I think the previous year that yes, he was phenomenal. Was phenomenal. But the, yeah. when they won the actual Super Bowl, he was making a yeah. So you look at this top ten, and this is for this year. So golf, golf still on his rookie deal this year. Stafford, I don't think he's ever won a playoff game. Kirk Cousins, I mean, he has receivers. Bashing him post game and following this week wanting out. He throws and he a, looks like he has negative confidence. He throws a mean screen pass. Rogers three, Russell four, Roethlisberger's five. Not worth it. Eli not playing. Cam not playing. Philip Rivers can't tell you last time he won a playoff game. Drew Brees hurt. Derek Carr. We move on. We finally get to Tom Brady because he finally found the extension. And the next two guys are Winston and Mariota. And then Alex Smith, whose leg. He, it's news in D.C. here. He started walking. <laughs> right? I mean, it's unreal. It's news in D.C. He started walking. And it's yeah, they unreal. Just stroked him a nice four-year, $94 million check. So... I, where I was getting at is the market now with – we'll get to are these guys in or out. But you, you now have a market where young guys are slotting in and having success. So these older guys are getting pushed out who, if they're in the right spot, if they're not paid as much, have better weapons, have good D, have good coach, they would be able to put up numbers because they have in the right. past. So you know the potentials there. I'm thinking of Cam – not thinking of Flacco. Um, not thinking. I just want to make that clear. Not <laughs> Nick Flacco. Foles, who's hurt. Nick Foles, yep. Um, we still will probably come back. And be so good. we can transition to that. But I, I would say now if you're Dallas, you seriously have to sit there. You know, I would dig my heels in. I still think – I mean, I think the kid has leverage. So I think both parties are right. If I'm Dak, pay me. Yeah. Everybody with sense is saying Dallas needs to needs to write that ink now. Because here's what's if they make the Super Bowl, he's either leaving or they're gonna pay him forty million dollars. The thing though is he can leave. And I just thought of this right now. And there's gonna maybe you're right, maybe there is a team out there that's gonna shell out 40 mil. Maybe. 
Are we sure about that? No, you're right. Like, I mean, he would I mean, be. I mean, he here's my and that here's my thing is like that guy. I still don't know if all outs fails and you need to go win a football game. I don't know if he can do it. Like he works with, and he's got an unreal setup. Kellen Moore has done a great job. Um, the offense is is much different this year. Their offensive line has been great for the past couple seasons. They have Zeke, who's still probably trying to figure things out, considering he's only a couple weeks removed from Cabo. <laughs> but he's still really good. And it's like, I don't know if that dude can go out and win you a game if all else fails. You know what I'm saying? I agree. But then you look at – I mean, I mentioned Wentz. He wasn't even the one to win. I mean, really, it's outside of Brady taking less and Peyton on a noodle arm with a savage D. It was a backup QB in Foles and Rusty Nips on a rookie deal. On a rookie with deal. A, again, generational defense. Yeah. Which you saw with your Bucks the only year they won. Five Hall six, of Famers. Five or six Hall of Famers, a bunch of other All Pros, and Brad Just, Johnson at the helm. Yeah. Seriously. Right? So, I mean, we didn't. I, I mean, that's the thing with, with Dak is. If I'm him, I do go all the way to free agency and try to outbid. You know, but they're gonna pay you the most, I think. I just don't. I'm look like who's. I'm just gonna go through the teams and see. Like, I guess maybe John Elway. You got Denver. You got Miami. But both of those would probably rather go in the draft. Rookie QB. Why would you want to pay him? No. They definitely go rookie QB. So how much leverage? I mean, he has leverage. I agree. I just don't know how much he actually has because who's going to go? Tampa has a decision to make. They do. Jameis has no. come around. Jameis, yeah. But that's the thing. If you're Tampa, you'd probably rather take Jameis on a mid-tier contract with some incentives Rather than fully buck up, guarantee, bring in Dak. Yeah, absolutely. I would, as a fan, I would not because want that. Because you can spread that money. I mean, Godwin kid's going to have to get paid soon. Godwin, Shaq Barrett, who's arguably the best player, best defensive player through the month of September. He's got like nine sacks in the month, which is dumb. And he's just been a force. He's on a – he's on a – it's contract year for him, so he's going to have to get paid if he keeps up this production. Jameis, Godwin's a bad boy. He's going to need his money. Um, no, you're right. I mean, you're looking at this. Is Brady 10? He's outside of the 10. Brady's 11. I'm looking at this. I'm seeing two of the 10 guys making the – two of the top 10 guys making the playoffs. I'll say three threes. Russie Nips, Derek – Drew Brees and Aaron Rodgers, three of the top ten make the playoffs. That's usually more than what it it typically is from last year. Last year, I think it was just Brees. Yeah, just Brees. You're right. So, it's insane. I mean, we talk about it a lot, but – and then you go QBR. Obviously, out of the top ten in QBR so far this year, how is Joe Flacco eight? That is insane. So you look at the top 
five. It's Dak, rookie deal, Mahomes, rookie deal, Daniel Jones, rookie, Lamar, rookie deal, Russie Nips. So, like I said, the only guy who's even coming close to – Did you say Mahomes? Because Mahomes is also on rookie, rookie deal. deal. Okay. Top four are on rookie deals. Yeah. So, not only are they getting paid less, they're also performing better. Four games, Daniel Jones won. And this is where you talk about the Two, transition period. Me. The possible transition period. I don't know if you want to get into that now or talk yeah, about I don't, which, I mean, which guys. The teams that stuck out for me that I think have interesting decisions to make this offseason, you got the Panthers with Cam, Denver with Flacco, Vikings with Cousins. I threw in Rose in there. I mean, I think it's probably a foregone that Miami probably drafts to a and then another interesting one is Carr, because Gruden's a QB guy. If they do miss the playoffs or they have a shot at a QB, I mean, do they ride out? They keep riding this thing with Carr, they they draft a kid. And then other limbo limbo teams I have on here are Tennessee with Mariota, Cube, uh, Tampa Bay with Jameis, San Diego with Rivers. Pittsburgh with Roethlisberger, Jacksonville, Chicago with Trubisky. Outside of that, there's decisions, but it's probably going to be a foregone conclusion that they're drafting a guy or they're keeping their guy. At least in my, you know, just going through it quick. Obviously, there's probably a team here, a team there, but I mean, if you have 10 teams in the last two years who just drafted a, a QB. You touch on start. a few of them. I mean, I've told you this already, and I, I don't want to take credit for this. I saw this, and I really right. like the comp or the comp. I think the comp's kind of there, and then I think the fit could be there as well if you're Carolina. Jalen Hurts. I think it's a possibility. I mean, coach's son, guys working out after games, chip on his shoulder, just. And he's. I should. I probably should have thrown Cincinnati on here with Dalton. Oh my God! I forgot about them. <laughs> Completely forgot about them. I just forgot about them. But no, I. I mean, I like the Hurts thing because you have a lot of skill. I mean, Christian's gonna have to get paid. So if you have a rookie deal, you can pay Christian McCaffrey, who has a running backs probably one guy who is actually worth it because he also catches the ball a ton. Yeah, he's very good. I'm, and I'm then their receivers the are all pretty young, so. Yeah. That could get them back to where they were with Cam a few years ago, just without Cam. Yep. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think if they end up – because he's probably – I mean, look, Kyler shot up out of nowhere on the big boards. So, I mean, maybe Hurts does – I can't see a team taking him over Tua. No, but first round isn't but, out of the question now. But it might – Carolina might have to be a lot higher in the draft order than – Maybe they're projected to be. And if you're a top, just real quick, and we'll move, like get off the, the Cam Jalen thing. If you're a top quarterback coming out of high school, you should just try to be knocking down the door to go play for Lincoln Riley. Just my, just my two cents. Um, no, and looking at some of these other guys, so Denver and Flacco. Any chance he's there again? You can't. I would love to see. I would. That's love, a team. I would love to see. I'd love to see. Um, them go out and get Rosen. I agree. That I'm kid. Thinking, that kid is such. A, he's had such a poor infrastructure. I was gonna say, although they 
might just be as bad as the first two places he was. But I was going to say I agree with you because they've just been so bad at drafting quarterbacks that they should – like that would be one where they should go think about Dak because Case Keenum was pretty good for them. You know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't seem like Elway – if he's the guy making the decision or if he's relying on a QB scout, they don't have a good track record. No, Paxton Lynch didn't work out. Paxton, Trevor Simeon. I mean, that wasn't a – but regardless, they should probably go out and get a proven commodity. Yeah, I agree. And not pay top dollar. I'd love to see Rosen actually, like, get into a place where there's some sort of infrastructure because I still think that kid's really good, man. I, I think he's good. It's too bad. Um, so, I mean, possible, maybe, they, maybe, I mean, that could be a landing Cincinnati, spot or even Denver, Oakland, 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 depending on, that's my thing is, I, I, I like that. I don't know if I threw cousins on here. I don't know if they can even get out of that. It's guaranteed, but that's a team that should probably take a flyer on drafting a kid. Let me ask you a question because all I, it's so funny how like quick we are with all this stuff and like how long do you think it takes for us to know if a quarterback is good or not in this league? I think you definitely need to see a spark. You got to see a spark. You got to see the potential. So, somewhere yeah there's there's you usually can tell but like what's the sample size we're like okay this this guy can get to a next another level and then maybe you know another guy can't but like what's the sample size two years three years i think they can see potential in practice and definitely within a few starts as far as whether he can be the guy I think that does take two years. Two or three years? Two or three years. It's just interesting because of how quick we are with this stuff and the shows and talk shows. But that two to three year thing, you have to see. There's got to be something there. Improvement. Yeah, there's got to be development. Which brings us to Chicago and Tennessee and Tampa. Those three stick out because those guys are younger. I'd Don't say, be a prisoner of the moment. I'm not, but out of, out of the three, yes. to start the season so far, and all I can do is work off of what I've seen, right? San Francisco was rough. Carolina was rough. The first half of the New York Giants game it looked like a serious gamer. Second half, not great. But if you go and watch the film, I didn't watch it, but there are some, some, some Bucks followers who do. Byron Leftwich went super soft, super conservative in the second half. And then you see them just – they stayed aggressive in, in, in the against the Rams, and it paid off. And I think he had, he had a great QBR. His, his quarterback rating was very good. And then you even threw – you mentioned earlier, against the Blitz, he has a perfect quarterback rating. This year. So – No, and he's got weapons. They're – I don't even think they're maximizing what they have there. And it's a new system. So I get that. I think it was Daryl Johnston who is probably the worst color commentator running. <laughs> Made a comment about new system on like a jump ball from Jameis yeah. to Mike Evans. Yeah. Like, that's not system, bro. They've been playing together for four, four years. years. They don't have the cohesion yet. 
Like, that was just a bad fade ball. He's pretty bad. No, he's terrible. terrible. And we always get him. Always. Always get him. Always. We really do. Uh, Mariota. But, I mean, those – so, like, you see you see what these guys are getting paid, right? Golf has set the market at – what is his average? 35? Yes. 35. 35. He just did a really bad slant. So, so right, golf set the market game. at 35. Mariota, Jameis, Trubisky, because these other three guys, like Minshew, Minshew's on a rookie deal. Foles, is, they already locked him up. Rivers and Roethlisberger are vets, so, like, you know, they'll – whatever. Mariota, Jameis, Trubisky, just to, you know, wrap up here, there's basically these three groups of three younger QBs. If you're Tennessee, where do you set that number? Or if Mariota wants to go above that, we're saying bye. If the market's 35. And the options are Cam, some sort of veteran, or going into the QB draft class, which this year, and again, we never know because nobody knew Daniel Jones's name until draft night. But we're looking at, I sent you the list here. Yeah, it's not pretty. Uh, Felipe Franks was on the list. That's bad. If he's on your list, that's not a good sign because that young – I like their backup. I like the kid that's playing now more than Franks himself. But he's not good either, if we're being frank. No, not he's good not enough. Good. I mean, I like him more than Franks, but he's not good. Eason, who started a few games at Georgia when uh, – I think before Fromm got there. Yeah. Eason, from Tua, Herbert – Shea Patterson, Nate Stanley from Iowa, KJ Costello from Stanford. So really, you're looking at Tua Herbert from and then Eason. That would be my tier one, tier two, and then everybody else. And it's really just one tier. Yeah. So that's that's what you got. If you're Tennessee. I mean, for go me- vet, go vet on friendly deal. Draft or where's the number for Mariota if if the market's at 35? Well, depending on where you finish the season, because that division is so up in the air, I feel like they could be like an eight and eight, and then you know, you're not gonna be in a position to get but let's assume they do not win a Super Bowl. They Mariota is what he is. No, hundred percent. Has some good games, has some bad games. What what number if, if he's asking if you're gonna, for? Yeah, are you just like straight up on that? I was going to get there. I mean, if, if, if the market right at 35, 20, 22, 23, am I, is that too low? Because, I mean, I, I wouldn't pay him that much. I, yeah, mean, he's, I mean, I would say 20 to 25. That's what I was going to say 20 to 25, 22, 23. I, I think there's a stat out there. Because I think they did the same thing with Jameis. Yeah. Where he's. This year he's costing them twenty one. Him and James have the same exact deal, twenty one. No, I think I do think the salary cap is going to go up soon. So I mean, if James plays well towards the end of this year, I don't thirty five is a lot. But if you got twenty nine thirty, probably could talk me into that. Probably how much guaranteed and for how long? It's a good question. I haven't thought that far yet. <laughs> That's a great question. I mean, Jameis, I feel I like, think, is I a think, guy I you, think that you make that contract through Bruce Arians 
you, you tie those two together for as long as you can because I think I don't think you can go full guarantee with Jameis. I think you have to give him reasons to earn the money. That's probably fair. I think you have to do that. Yeah. And I think in their case, they have more leverage than he does in the sense that Bruce is winning games with Drew Stanton Definitely. in Arizona. Definitely. With a 34-year-old Larry Fitzgerald and you catching no. balls. And I think I think I still think it's early yet in their in their tenure together. So I still think that he's gonna be able to get get a lot out of Jameis. Like I said, I like the way he looked last week. I was out of these three guys we clumped, I agree. With weapons, coach coach, been there. I don't know if he's matured or whatever, I do think that's he, he, I would, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets the highest out of those three guys. I agree. So we slide to Chicago. Let's do this. Cause let's, they have to decide. Yeah. Let's, um, let's take a quick break. Cause we're about to get cut off and we'll continue this conversation momentarily. So we moved to Chicago, and I think they need to make a decision this summer. Or how about this though? So him, him, and him and Mahomes and Watson are tied together, right? They were drafted the same year. Watson's obviously going to get paid by Houston. He, they passed on Watson, and they passed on Mahomes. Regardless, so Houston's going to pay Deshaun, and Kansas City's going to pay Mahomes as they should. Does it matter to Chicago what those guys get paid? Does Trubisky have the balls to walk in there and even sniff the number that they throw at, at Deshaun and Pat? No, man. He's he's not good. I mean, Chase Daniels, and there were like smart football people on Twitter who are like, this guy's a better fit for what they're doing than Trubisky. So no, absolutely not. Not even close. You can't. You can't. No, you can't do it. And you, you shouldn't even try and offer that if you're Chicago. You might even want to look to see if you can move on. I agree. You should. You're gonna. You're gonna pay Khalil Mack a ton. He's still gonna be probably pretty productive. He's already locked up. Yeah, he's locked up, but I'm saying he's like 27 or 28. He's going to be good. Eddie Jackson's going to get a paycheck soon. They're going to probably have a nice defense for a little so bit. So they're going to have they're going to have to. It, it seems like they tried to go Seattle with Russ, load up on the D. I think they made that commitment when they traded for Khalil Mack, But they can't go new Seattle, which means pay Trubisky, lose some of these defensive guys because he's – you already see Rusty Nips isn't even worth what he's paid. And he's not worth losing defensive players and what he's paid. So if you're Chicago and you pay him, you are literally writing – you're writing your tombstone. Yeah. So you, you either keep him on a discount – and search. Shop out and for shop. Cam. Whoever's going to be available. I just, I, they can't pay him. 
He's they can't pay him even more than Chicago can't or uh, Dallas can't pay Dak. I think it's not even close. No, I agree because yeah, no, I don't think that's controversial at all. So we think from those three guys, Jameis probably gets paid the most. Tennessee yes. probably keeps Mariota, and I don't know if we're going to make a prediction on what Chicago does, but. They can't pay. They can't pay Mitch anywhere near what Deshaun and Pat Mahomes get paid, and we're assuming that's those two are getting paid. Um, who do you think has the best career out of Danny Dimes, The Bake Show, and Lamar Jackson? So two were drafted last year. I really like the infrastructure that the Ravens have. They're very smart. John Harbaugh has gone very analytical and he's surrounded himself with a lot of smart people um, to help him make the correct decisions. And he talked about that even when they played Kansas city and how everything was by design from their play calling to when they went forward on fourth down on multiple times, they were very aggressive to Justin Tucker doing a freaking drop kick. It was all very, very it was there was a method to their madness to give them the best chance to win in a very tough environment against a very talented quarterback and a very talented sure. offensive teacher so i think lamar if he can stay with that offensive coordinator i'm blanking out on his name he was the same guy who worked with kaepernick yeah. in san francisco and because of infrastructure matters so much in this league I think that he could turn out to be pretty good. Um, it's so hard, obviously, to project out that far. I was going to say, if you're breaking it down, because that's external, right? These three guys, the quarterback doesn't control that. That's out of their control. I agree with you 100%, and that was going to be my first take, which is, you know, if it was a horse race, Lamar Lamar's gate would be ahead of the other two for those all those reasons you just gave. Because it is the most well-run organization of the three. Giants, I would say, second. Since um, I'm blanking on his name. I shouldn't. He won two Super Bowls. Coughlin. Coughlin. Since Coughlin oh, left, Coughlin? it has been shambles. <laughs> or a circus. Yeah. But they're definitely – I mean, and Cleveland is third probably in a landslide as far as how they're going to support the quarterback and track record and earning the fan base's trust to support the QB and put him in the best position. Right. Yeah. So like Lamar already has a leg up for things that aren't even in his control. He just simply was drafted by that organization. And then if you had the, the talent Lamar, who is, one of the issues with Lamar when he was in college where people were really concerned about his size for some reason. He was like 20 years old. He's filled out a lot. He's big. He's obviously still very quick. Very talented arm. Can throw the ball over the top very well. And you got to think as you continue to do this, right? There's only – he's he's going to max out at some point, right? But I think he can get there with that infrastructure. And as he continues to do this and – Developing the offense, I think he'd be pretty good. 
Allen, Josh Allen, I don't think he's very accurate. He throws the ball downfield. Hold on, that's a separate thing. I'm just going through the quarterbacks. That that's we a had. separate, separate convo. Those three are grouped together. Different, different, two different things. Oh, forgive me. You can't listen. I said dimes bake lit Lamar. I thought they were also in different there. line. Um, Baker, here's the other thing. I mean, infrastructure is not great. The fact that Todd Munkin isn't calling the plays. Now, they did do pretty well against Baltimore this past week. I think Munkin could call a game with the, some of those weapons, and maybe he took some advice from Munkin this past weekend because <laughs> it did look better. But Munkin is no joke. He, he knows how to call an offense. So it's hard to project. I think I think Dimes has the lowest floor or highest floor because probably and this is after two games but he's athletic enough but clearly looks comfortable in a pocket behind an offensive line that is far from elite and a hodgepodge of weapons right so i mean when you asked earlier how long does it take he clearly has it. Whatever it is, they saw it. Other teams saw it, whether they want to refute the reports or not. Kudos to the Giants for calling their shot. They have a guy. They have the guy. Yeah. And you could even, you know, if you could go back, like, again, it's so early. Would you rather have Darnold or Dimes? I don't know the, if I'm well. I mean, Darnold's a pretty sick He's a pretty good talent. But we watched man. him at USC. Really long. So separate. We'll get to him in a minute. Long, long but I would say Dimes has the highest floor. Long release. Yeah. Highest floor. Baker's boomer bust. And Lamar. Higher ceiling than Dimes, perhaps. At least early on in his career. What's interesting with him is the backside when he starts to lose a step and teams aren't afraid of that anymore, what is what he looks like, what the offense looks like. Because, I don't know, I'm assuming the OC left in San Francisco, but the cap thing fizzled out pretty quick as far as a career. Right. You know, I mean, we're talking about now with these QBs 15, 20 years. So that's why I, I would say Dimes, Lamar, Bake. For Bake, unfortunately, he's in Cleveland. So if he leaves there, that could change that. That's just my opinion. For uh, the other three clowns I threw together here, which Ian was jumping ahead, I got Josh Allen. What's this guy's first name? Darnold? Sam Darnold. Why am I tripping? Sam I'm just Darnold? thinking of mono. mono. Sam Darnold and Kyler Murray. So two drafted last year, Kyler number one pick this year. Same question. Best career. <laughs> This is harder. This is much harder. Josh <laughs> Allen's ultimate weapon it might be his legs, just because he's not that accurate. He can throw the ball a mile, but like not that accurate. And he plays in <laughs> Buffalo. So and maybe to his credit, to I guess to his skill, maybe it works for him. And because it gets cold after October and it's it's Buffalo and it's tough to win there in November. October, November, and December. 
And if they have a good defense, then maybe it could work in some way. I don't know how. Well, I mean, I don't ever. I don't think he's going to be a guy that's going to go out and win you ball games, you know, and say hey, we're down fourteen, right. fourth, go get it done. So that's a team. So there's, as far as numbers wise, we probably say he's last. Probably going to be last out of these six. At, I've told, yeah, he's not going to throw four hundred every week. When we think of the formula. He's got this year and two more on his rookie deal, I believe. That's how it works Four. in the NFL. Yeah. With the defense that they have, he probably has the best shot out of those six guys at winning a Super Bowl, which sounds mind-boggling, right? I'm not going to make a bet on that. But as far as theory-wise, if he does take a jump during his rookie deal, they do have the defense where if they can get him a couple weapons. I mean, you saw New Orleans – Last two years ago, make a jump with a great draft class. Kamara, Lattimore. Yeah. You're kind of seeing it on Green Bay's D a little bit this year. So it can happen. Out of those six guys, he probably has the best shot of winning a Super Bowl on his rookie deal. Because, again, like I just said, they have the most, I guess – Pieces in the equation, right? You could all you could argue, uh, yeah, out of these three, yeah, yeah. Um, Baltimore, but they lost. They gave up a lot on D this off season. They lost a lot. Like this is not your. This is not our. This is no childhood we, Baltimore. No, defense. it's not. That's fair. No, it's not. But they through the draft. Now that they have Lamar, they can definitely. So yeah, I probably again because the organization probably Lamar, but out of these three, and then Darnold. I still think Darnold can be good, man. I don't think Gase is the guy. That's one of the issues, though. That's but, one of the he's problems. He's the Jets. He's the Jets. It's the same. It's the problem, man. It's, it's amazing. Like you said with Baker. It matters so much. It really does. It just matters so much where these guys go and who's running the team and the infrastructure. And that's why it, it's amazing how much – such it's such a team game, top to bottom, from – Dudes that sit in the office to the coaching staff, to the guys in the field, it all matters so much. Um, I still think Darnold can be good, though. And the thing is, they have talent, they have pieces, they have a nice defense. They just drafted Quinn and Williams. They do have Le'Veon still, who's 27, 28. So he's got a, probably a couple of good years in him. Um, if Brady gets old one day, Maybe they'll have a shot because even if Miami does tank, they're probably not going to be ready to rock and roll here in the next, like, two years. Um, so, I mean, yeah. I, this one for me, I don't put him up here with Vague, but if I'm doing the same thing that I did for the last one, which is highest floor, boomer bust early on. Like, I, I see Kyler being the Lamar in this group in the sense that he's in a QB-friendly offense, is probably going to put up stupid numbers. They definitely need to surround him with pieces. But Arizona, you know, since the Kurt Warner, like, they have been respectable. They had air. You know what I'm saying? Like, they've been in the playoffs more than people think. So if the Kingsbury experience works, that's great. But, again, like Lamar, his legs are also a weapon for him when that goes away. He obviously has an arm. We saw that. But what does he transition? You're seeing Cam Newton now being in limbo. Right. Uh, I'd say highest floor on these guys is probably Darnold. 
I agree with you. He has talent. He has potential, but he makes a lot of – I don't know if he's there yet. Maybe he's like – he takes a track like Jameis where it takes him five years. And then Allen, I just don't see it at all. But <laughs> – No. I don't see – I think I think they were trying to find the next Carson Wentz. And they, they struck out, which is going to happen. Yeah. But I think out of those six – Early, I, I think my I'd I'd, lo- I'd rather have Dimes and Lamar. I might have missed your collar take. I might have tuned out for a second. Did you have a collar take just now or no? What's that? Just in general, like Kyle. Kyle, well, I, I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I kind of tuned out for a second. So forgive I me. I think Kyle, the Cardinals are a good organization. I think he's in a QB friendly offense. I just don't but know. When he loses the legs, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how it's going to work when you're my size. You have my frame, and you're trying to play quarterback in the league. Well, you see it with Russell Wilson. Well, Russell Wilson's – he's probably my height, maybe a little bit taller, but he's a thick cat. He's not like – he's not fragile. I know, but he doesn't take hits. So, to me, the size, the beef you don't think it, you don't think it matters that much matter. anymore just because of the way the rules are set up and the way the game's played, it's less important. That's probably Rogers true. Rodgers isn't a big guy. None of these guys are – I mean, Cam's – look who's hurt. Cam's hurt. He's he the, takes yeah, hits. 6'5", 250, takes hits, yeah. My thing with Kyler is when the legs aren't a threat. It's your point. I mean – He hasn't looked – I mean, I like, haven't you watched – You got to be next level if you're going to be that size and play from the pocket. Russ at times, but he does more on the run out of the pocket like Rodgers. Breeze is really the only guy that size who's had a chance and dominates from the pocket. That's my issue with Cleveland. Sorry to jump around here, but like Cleveland's like running three step drops with Baker. He's five fucking eleven. It's like his linemen are six four, and you're you're doing a you're doing a three or four stop five even a five. I mean, you're not dropping right. the him back reason enough. why Lincoln's thing works with those two is when you. The pocket on a three-step or a one-step out of the gun looks different because you're doing RPO. Yeah. The defense is moving it's in reacting. a different it's way. Not, yeah, they're trying to Whereas react. when Bake just takes the snap, there's no fake handoff, those guys are shooting straight to their zone. They're just playing. The defensive linemen yeah. are pinning their ears back or doing yep. their stunt. You don't have the cle- – you don't have – the tunnels, the cones, you know, to make a reference back to Madden 04 with the QB vision, you don't have that when you're just doing it, when there's no threat of the run. I agree. No, I think you just – And you're not just, playing Big 12 defenses. I think so then that that's well. where he's probably not getting rid of the ball as quick as he should. So you have to build your offense around your guy. If, if you, that was your guy and you took him, you knew what his height was, you got to do that. And those organizations, not necessarily Arizona, but Cleveland. The Cleveland's of the isn't world. Isn't going to put Baker in the best spots. It's not going to happen. So, QBs. Got to have them and you got to pay a lot. Or you got to hit in the draft. And get lucky and build a defense around them. That's the thing with New York. They're not going to win when he's on his rookie deal. It's almost irrelevant that they got him. No, they're the not. defense, they, they spent hundreds of millions of dollars a few years ago to revamp it. They got a bunch of old, not old, but it's established guys. 
weren't that good. Landry Collins, Landry. No, Land, no, Landa, uh, Lando, no, Lando, Lando Collins, Lando Collins, Landon Collins, Landon Collins was an MVP candidate two years ago for the Giants. MVP. Now he's on the Washington Redskins. They buck. They paid Bat- Olivier Vernon stupid money. They traded him. Um, Snacks Henderson gone. So they've drafted a few guys. They have the kid from Alabama who's good. Yeah. Um, D tackle. They traded for Peppers. Good player. I don't know if he's great, but again, it's like what I mean. You got to be established and ready to go to maximize those four years when there's a guy on his rookie deal. And I think they're already. <laughs> they're kind of <laughs> the toast. window's already gone. They're kind of toast. So. Pats are gonna win. It yeah, it matter. doesn't matter. Pats are. <laughs> I will say, I, think, I do think they need to find a receiver, but even if they don't, they're probably still gonna get it done. So, this was good. This was a fun one. I like this. Um, hope you enjoyed this first one we've done in a couple of weeks, and been bad about putting them out. Work's been hectic. The day job, unfortunately, has gotten the way with some other <laughs> stuff. James and I do have day jobs, so. If we could just do podcasts and make bread off that, that'd be a lot easier. But, um, yeah, um, hopefully we can do this more often, try and get them out. Basketball is coming up too. I'm sure I'll be doing something with Shoal. So do a little NBA preview. Excited for the season to come. Uh, so look for that. And we Pippi, look, Pippi loves NBA more than We'll Shoal. do that too, yeah. We'll do – yeah, we'll get Pippin in. We'll definitely get out on it. So – Um, Yeah, thanks so much for listening. We do appreciate it. And until next time, we will talk to you soon.